Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Hey, we're uh, in Nehemiah chapter 10. We have a couple of devotions left in this book, and I do pray that it's blessed you. I know it's just been a really good book for me to reconsider, and we're going to be in verse 35 today. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and jump to verse 35 of chapter 10. I'm going to pray for us, and we'll get into God's Word. Oh, Lord, we you're so good to us, and, and your way is right. It is just right. It's not always easy, but it is always right, and the fruit of it is such a blessing in our lives. Help us to really take in what you have to say to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Bible says in verse 35, and we made ordinances to bring the first fruits of our ground and the first fruits of all fruit of all trees year by year to the house of the Lord and to bring the firstborn of our sons and our cattle as it is written in the law and the firstborn of our herds and our flocks to the house of our God and to the priests who minister in the house of our God to bring the first fruits, you notice that word again and again, of our dough, our offerings, the fruit, sorry, the fruit from all kinds of trees, the new wine and oil to the priests, to the storerooms of the house of our God, and to bring the tithes of our land to the Levites, for the Levites should receive the tithes in all our farming communities. Um, we're still in the worship service, so, you know, we've, we've gone from, we have gone from the Word of God as the authority, right, and the reading and the giving of the sense and instruction and, and application uh, to a time of, of expression of praise um, that was connected to contrition and confession and repentance. And now uh, there's a covenant that's being settled with the people. There was a renewal of the commitment, right, a renewal of their commitment to God and a settling of that with an affirmation of the taking of a covenant. And now we've moved into giving uh, and, and generosity. And of course, you know, it wasn't just arbitrary giving. There was something that had been settled in the law and was an, was an expectation upon the children of Israel uh, with respect to um, giving as an act of worship. And, and they had their own prescribed way of doing this. The, the word that's going to stand out in these verses is first fruits, right? So um, there was uh, a third of a shekel that was given to temple worship and then very agricultural society. They would take the first fruit of everything, this, their, their children, their son in this case, their cattle, uh, the harvest. All of it was presented to God as an expression of worship. and. Um, you know, think about it from this perspective, you know, sometimes we think, well, you know, where does this tradition of giving come from in our church service? Well, it's rooted back to Nehemiah, and then it's obviously expressed in the law, but it goes back far further than that. You know, you see Abram as he had successfully rescued Lot and um, defeated the five kings that were in coalition as he's before Melchizedek and the ancient city of Jerusalem, Melchizedek being the angel of the Lord, um, a pre-incarnate appearance of Jesus Christ, he offers a tenth. And so this concept of generosity, this concept of giving as an act of worship goes far beyond the law. This was something that was settled, that was established um, if you tr truly were a worshiper of Yahweh. Um, and this has been, you know, throughout the scripture, right? It's first fruits means a lot. It means a lot of things. It means number one, 
giving slash generosity as an act of worship should be priority. So the people are coming together, they're consecrated to the Lord and they're saying, hey, the first thing, the first thing that we're going to do, we take the harvest, God, the best belongs to you, right? This is priority. We're setting you as, as number one. You're not getting the leftovers. We're not gonna put our generosity in the place of, well, if, you know, after I've paid the bills and after I've spent money on my hobbies and after I've got a new set of clothes, you know, if there's something left over, right? Because God does not deserve our worst, God deserves our best. And so that, that giving as an act of worship always starts with making him as a priority. And, and remember, it's always giving God uh, the best, like I said, not, not our worst. Sometimes God just gets our leftovers, right? And God should not get our leftovers. That means that our generosity, like the children of Israel here, needs to be planned. It needs to be intentional. Right? It needs to be something that we've really thought through. You know, in, in the family setting uh, with a husband and a wife, that, that this is something that you prayed through and thought through and planned through. Um, we budget for all sorts of things, right? We want a new car, and so um, we see if we can get a loan, we get a loan, what can we afford as a payment? You know, I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes into that. We think about our retirement, or we wanna buy a house, or whatever the case may be. We're preparing for our kids to go to college. Hey, if we can strategically plan for all those things, then we ought to be able to strategically plan to worship God through giving because God deserves it. You say, well, you know, I see the word tenth in there. Is that what the requirement is? So the word tithe here means tenth. Tithe simply means tenth. And there are some who say, well, you know, this was the expectation of the law. Um, and in the New Testament, we've been, you know, quote unquote, freed from the law, and so there's no expectation to give a tenth any longer. But uh, my, my personal opinion is this, the problem with that view is the idea of giving God a tenth as an expression of worship uh, preceded the law. So we see that this was, for those who worship God, this was a, an expectation all the way back to, to Abraham, like I said in his worship there. Uh, at the feet of Melchizedek. So my encouragement to you would be this, a tenth is a great place to start, right? I mean, really we're talking about radical, planned generosity as an ex expression of worship to the Lord. And so a tenth is a great place to start, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't stop there. You know, as a family, that's, that's our place where we begin, right? And then there are all, all sorts of other things that God lays on our hearts. We support our local church, the, part, the church that we're a part of through faithful giving in this regard. And then, you know, then there's church planners, and then there's uh, missionaries, and then there's, you know, things like LV Reach and, and Awaken events that God stirs our hearts for because there's such a blessing in giving, you know, it's a step of faith. The final thing I would say to you is this, it's a step of faith, you know, as God leads you to give, what you're saying is, God, I'm invested in things that last forever. And I totally trust that as I prioritize you, as I give you my best, as I plan this out and I'm intentional, as it is radical generosity, you're gonna be faithful. Like you're never gonna leave me hanging. You're never gonna put me in a spot where it's like, I followed your will and now I'm gonna suffer for it. That's just not the way it works. And it's such a better way to live than to hold on to things that have no eternal value. Don't lay up for yourselves 
treasures on this earth where rust and moth destroy, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit cclasvegas.org, click visit, and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.